Hey everybody, it's me again. Just wanted to check back in and do another episode really quick about Fear Street, the R.L. Stein series on Netflix now. Um, it's an R.L. Stein three-part series that has a bit of an American horror story feel to it. I just want to start off by saying if I sound redundant in comparing these newer shows and films to the older ones, it's because they literally are all the same. History is definitely repeating itself, and these creators are clearly running out of ideas. Um, So they put out these remakes and try to make it seem as new and fresh as possible. I'm not complaining or saying it's a bad thing. I actually think it's great. So people that haven't seen or heard of shit like this, they get to experience what we did when we were younger. Like, I would love for my nieces to get to watch all the epic shows and movies from my era. So if remakes is what it takes, so be it. As long as it's done right. Um, I'm not at all comparing American Horror Story to R.L. Stein. That's not what we're doing. If you're like me and you've been around for centuries, we know better. What I'm comparing is the style of this series that Netflix put out and it being very similar to that of like American Horror Story, Scream, Friday the 13th, things like that. And that's the vibe I get from this series. So the first part, 1994, it was definitely giving Scream meets Stranger Things. While part two, 1978, was more along the lines of Friday the 13th. Um, In which case, it definitely gave what it was supposed to give because it took place at a summer camp in the woods. And um, I definitely enjoyed the second part most of all out of all three segments. To me, it was just, it was the most interesting and entertaining to me, for me. I'm a sucker for slasher movies that take place at camp. Um, I guess it's just the 80s horror film fanatic in me, I guess. Friday the 13th being a classic fucking horror movie i'm i'm gonna go for things that remind me of that the movie is um it's a group of kids they band together to form this like save the day solve the mystery crew after a multitude of murders occur in their small town and shit starts to get out of hand literally there's a witch's hand involved at the root of it all and of course it's up to a bunch of kids to put a stop to it Um, And it's cool. They really make you want to be a part of it. The more you watch, the more you feel like you're in that shit. Like, why can't situations happen like that in real life? Like, just imagine a group of undead killers forming in your hometown and you have to try to stop them and put an end to a fucking curse. Like, are you going to be brave or stupid enough to take on the leadership role and form a group of badasses and take them out? Like, my group... To be honest, if I were to do it, it would definitely consist of at least one kid. You have to have a kid in your group. like Because kids are they're just the most fearless. And I think R.L. Stein gets that. Hence the Goosebumps series and the Fear Street novels. Um, I couldn't wait for the book fair to arrive back in the day in school. Like That's when you knew that you were going to get a fucking R.L. Stein classic and so many to choose from like the Goosebumps series it goes on and on and the same thing with Fear Street and just the smell of new books like it just gave me a rush like I was too hype and so excited to see the movies after knowing how good the books were and they did such a phenomenal job like as you may or may not know Fear Street isn't like any of the Goosebumps stories 
where it could seem a bit childish. Um, Fear Street was always geared towards an older audience, so no preteens allowed. It was definitely more gory. Um, I'm all about the gore. You can't do a slasher film correctly without it. And they nailed it in that department. I thought that they were going to hold back to make it more kid-friendly, but nope. Nope. There was no holding back. They let us have it in the killing department. And um, I like how part three kind of ties it all together. Even though the setting takes place in the 1600s, me personally, I love period pieces, but I know some people who see that and right off the bat think, boring, wrong. The third part is for all my Crucible fans out there. Like it was more about the witch and why this curse befell upon the town of Shadyside. Um, these undead people that are coming for whoever the target victim is at the time, they were ruthless and they stopped at nothing and they didn't let anything get in their way. We see that um, setting them on fire didn't do shit and neither did bullets. So it kind of makes you intrigued and more inclined to find out, um, well, how the fuck are we supposed to kill these bastards? Like, can they be killed? Like, so many people die, which... Um, it's not a true horror without the killing. Am I right? Like, there was a lot of death in this show. Like, I just feel like it's good in the way that it keeps you entertained, not to sound like sadistic or like insane or anything, but I mean, it would be boring if there weren't this many kills. So each part and the time frame kept true to its year. 1994 definitely felt like the 90s. Um, I talk about it in a previous episode, the things that I look for as far as like the cinematography and like outfits, costume designs, it, this, it was super, super vintage, definitely felt like the 90s for uh, the 1994 part, super dope, like it was actually 1994. Um, I was in fifth grade that year, so I remember. And um, the second part took place in the, the 70s, and that was when fashion and music was popping, and you see and you hear a bit of both. And if you're familiar with Camp Killer movies and you fuck with it like I do, so Jason, things like that, then you're gonna love this shit. Um, yeah, so I, again, like I never wanna give too much away. I would rather people go see it for themselves before they just judge right off the bat. You don't have to take my word for it. Um, but I am telling you, I only do reviews if I feel passionate about the show being good. I, I've yet to do one about um, a trash show or movie. I'm gonna try to do some of those, but they, they obviously won't be as long and in depth because it's me letting you know you can steer clear of it. You don't have to watch it. But Fair Street, I definitely say, um, I have to say they did a good job. I truly appreciate you stopping by, taking the time out to listen. Adios, amigos.